you are listening to the interview portion of Blood Moon Milk, and I'm here with Natalie from Hotel Brio in Gigante, Nicaragua. Um, Hello. <laughs> would you like to just go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of let people who've never been here know about what it is that you do and um, about Brio and also your work as a Reiki healer? Yeah, sure. So I've been here in Nicaragua in a little village called Playa Gigante for about a year and a half. And um, I am a Reiki healer and an intuitive therapist and aura healer. I work with crystals and Tibetan singing bells. And I... I also guide meditations, and yeah, I'm also a yoga teacher, so yeah. I'm, I'm basically bringing all of this into this little village where I'm now working with teaching the local kids meditation classes where they learn yoga, free dancing, just allowing their spirit to come out through movement. Um, uh, we do coloring in of mandalas. And so different things like that, which is wonderful working with children that are from a completely different culture and being able to just express themselves from deep within. Mm. And then I'm also um, working with like with the community, the expats. There's a lot of expats and a lot of tourist travelers that come. And I offer free yoga once a week. And with that, I just channel what's right for that class in that moment. And so it's always interesting for me to watch what we end up doing. And um, I do a bit of meditation at the beginning, at the end, and I give everyone some Reiki. So it's, yeah, all these different things that are opening up for me here. I'm also teaching a lot of people wanting to learn Reiki and become practitioners. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that you might have a class while I was in town. Uh, because it's something I've seen you do and offer, but I'm always like missing it by just a little bit. So maybe, maybe next trip. Yeah. Um, I'd love that one day, but I love, uh, I mean, it's, so Higante is a really small little town, um, on the Pacific coast of Nicaragua, just north of Costa Rica. Yeah. And, um, there, isn't a ton, it's a there's not like any big industries here really other than tourism would be the, yeah. the the thing but um it's not a place that people like pick out to go to as tourists that's super well known so i think that what you guys have sort of stumbled upon here and like have started to grow here is really pretty remarkable um it's a remarkable part of the world and the energy i think here is just wonderful um but it certainly can benefit from someone who is in tune and also wants to work with the community towards greater enlightenment. And um, I just am so in awe of everything that you have managed to accomplish, especially, you know, the last year hasn't exactly been the easiest year. No, it's definitely been a challenge <laughs> with the, the yeah. crisis and the 18th of April, yeah. Yeah, and um, so for... Uh, those not in the know about the relative recent history of Nicaragua where 
um, maybe a year ago exactly, like things were booming down here. It was yeah. some of the busiest time I've ever seen Nicaragua, and uh, which was, you know, good for businesses down here. And you yeah. get really hopeful and excited, like things are really going to take off. And then April 18th comes rolling around and things just comes to a screeching halt. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think that's part of, uh, I mean, because that happened I, and I've seen things struggling from afar, uh, that's why I chose to come back was to help be part of the solution and to help let people know that it is okay down here again. I mean, like the stuff that was going on, they weren't targeting tourists really. They weren't. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah never, never, ever they've been targeting tourists. Yeah, and so it's sort of sad to see um, the tourism just nosedive because there's a lot of people here who are doing really interesting and inspired work like yourself uh, with you know, not a ton of resources, but you're really doing something that makes a huge impact on a lot of people here. Um, without, you're not, you're kind of being divinely guided by what your inspiration is and your, what your higher self, uh, sort of directs you to do. I think at least from what I can no, tell. It's true. <laughs> and that's what's happening. And so I, in some small way, I want to help spread the good word about all the incredible work that you do down here and that it is safe. I mean, it's, it's as safe as being in a major city in America. You know, anything can happen anywhere, frankly. Yeah. But, like, honestly, every local that I've met has been super friendly, willing to help, just happy to see the gringo tourists. And uh, I think it's a little bit of a sign of hope that things will maybe pick back up, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um but I think that your work, uh, it kind of falls in line. I mean, I, I'm very personally connected to it because um, you were my first Reiki session that was specifically Reiki, I think, uh, about a year ago. And it was right around then that uh, I sort of decided to start the podcast. So I would like to say thank you for that work because, you know, helping to get me in line probably opened up some channels of inspiration and for things to fall in place and to, be, to just feel like going for it, you know, yeah. and kind of not having a whole lot of expectations, um, but just wanting to do something because I was passionate and excited about it. Um, that's what I've tried to bring to it every episode is just uh, listening to the energies of the different astrological signs and finding ways to communicate the stories of the energy around those signs in ways that are interesting and engaging and uh, non-judgmental. And um, it's very much sort of inspired and like kind of grew out of that experience with my Reiki session with you last year. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I feel that that's really special that Reiki energy, this universal divine energy can help to bring in the light and can help to show people different ways and different paths that maybe you don't even see before. 
And I tell all my clients that I don't know what I'm going to be doing. And so don't have any expectation because we're both going to just go with the flow. And um, the client, the person lying on the Reiki bed, you know, just just stay the observer. Observe what you feel, what thoughts come up, and just be present. Close your eyes and relax. And for me, I channel, so I... I start to see things or sometimes I'll actually feel the pain that someone has physically in my body so then I know how to how do I work to release it and I bring in more light energy I channel more Reiki to help them to release certain blockages or stuck energy or or belief patterns that can be mm-hmm. stuck yeah yeah um, so how did you would you like to talk about your journey towards discovering Reiki? I feel like those yeah. are always kind of interesting stories to hear about and understand and um, just to get the, the backstory on kind of what brought you down this path. Yeah, definitely. I love to share this. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> um, so I think I was about six years old. I was young. Mm-hmm. And my mom was driving my sisters to dance class and I was in the back of the car and I remember... Just looking around me at all the stuff, everything, this material stuff that's in the world. And I said, wow, if there wasn't all of this, what would there be? And I went into the space of nothingness. I felt this pure light energy, but I was in nothing. It was like dark. And I felt really at peace. I felt like I was at home. I felt tears of joy and this feeling of bliss. Mm. And that feeling... I've always kept, and I I will always do that. Like, all the stuff, what happens if there isn't any of this? I will go to that feeling again. And that's driven me through my life. And when I was, so then, you know, I was, my mom always said I was talking to angels and all the beings around me from when I was younger. I can't, I don't remember a lot more of my younger years. Well, then I remember the biggest next thing that happened was, when I was 15 years old and I was my first day at college and someone who's sitting in front of me turned around and looked at me and said, have you read the book Celestine Prophecy? And I said, no, I haven't. Um, he's like, okay, well, it's for you. You need to read this book. And he handed it to me. And I think it says something in the front. If you're reading these pages, like it's time for you. You're meant to know this. Mm-hmm. And it's a novel, but it's it teaches you a lot about seeing auras and the energy of plants and it's all about energy Mm -hmm. and the minute I started reading it I started seeing auras I would see the writing of the pages on the wall and I would see people I was working in a coffee shop and I would see people walking past and I would notice this beautiful shining light around everyone and so um I I just felt very drawn to to starting to study or to learn more so I started I was young so I just read more and more books and then at the age of 18 I uh, went and I studied to become a holistic healer and while I was working we each had to work on what we were working all of us students were working on one person and I was working on her legs. She, one of her legs had gone gangrene from her knee down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So painful. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was just feeling the energy. And then all of a sudden I got all these strong messages that her other leg's going to go gangrene if 
she doesn't get looked she doesn't like start looking at her life and standing on her own two feet and it was all about her relationship with her husband mm. and that was very destructive and all of this so I got all this information from working in her aura and I went to tell my teacher and my teacher said oh you're you're a natural so she took me under her wing and she trained me I did a lot of psychic development courses and workshops and all sorts of things with her and and yeah so that really helped to move my energies further as a channel of light and then um when I was working at the, a coffee shop the a lady who's psychic came to me and she said that I have the same gift as her, that I'm psychic, mm -hmm. that I've come down to earth to help with ascension. And at that age, at like 18, I didn't know what ascension was. Sure, yeah. And then she said, I have 120 angels working with me. And that felt so strong and so true. And she said, it all starts with yoga. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. I just want to become a teacher now. I want to start healing and teaching people. But I was young and I needed to go through life experience. And so another psychic at the same time who also came into the coffee shop, she said, when you're 33, it all starts for you. So I was 18, so I had many years and I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to just do as many courses and get as get as many certificates and as much training yeah. and learn as much as I can until it's meant to be that I am and I totally understand now that at 18 who's gonna who's gonna trust me because I haven't yeah. had life experience how am I gonna help someone who's maybe going through depression or all of that yeah so yeah so um throughout those years I trained in Reiki level one I did level two my masters and then my master teachers. Mm -hmm. um, I I did various vipassanas, which are ten day silent retreats. Mm -hmm. um, um, clarity breath healing, meditation courses, um, working with crystals, working with um, all different ways of healing, so that I could open, open, and open. And I just started working and healing whoever wanted healing. And that also gives you the experience and also that got me to, to where I am with always just trusting that no matter who's going to come to me for healing, they're going to receive exactly what they need. Mm. And that's so beautiful. And um, one of the parts of this, my life story is that I... With my Reiki master teachers, I never wanted to be a master teacher of Reiki. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to teach, but it just came to me one day when I was in an ashram, a yoga ashram in India, and a lady offered me to do tapping, which is a type oh, of, you know? Yeah, I've heard of, I have had dreams about myself doing this to myself, but I didn't know what it was yet. Oh, wow. But I, I had these dreams where I was like tapping, and I didn't. I can't remember what I was doing in the dream, but I yeah. remember waking up and being like, yeah, I was just like tapping myself. I, and I wish I had like retained that knowledge in some way. Maybe there's a way I can tap into it in the future. Tap into it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm interested and I'm, I need to investigate that more, but yeah, yeah go on. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah. I found it so fascinating and she found working on me fascinating so she held my hand, she held my wrist, and she was asking questions and moving it. Mm -hmm. And 
really dependent on the way that I moved. And she she asked me lots of questions about physical things in my life and that, but all my answers went to spirituality. So it ended up saying, um, through the tapping, she she found out that I channel God, so channel the universal mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. and and I hear the angels, and, and which is all true, and that um, then at the end of it, she asked, oh, should I receive Reiki from Natalie? And the answer was yes. So she lay down and I was giving her Reiki and next minute she started convulsing, kind of like a horror movie. And I was really like, wow, what is going on? And I got the strong message and strong energy come through me saying, keep on going and bring through the seventh dimensional highest vibration. And since then I bring through an 11th dimensional energy as well. But at that time, this is the amount that she needed for her body. And I kept on bringing through this high frequency light and her body was convulsing and shaking. And I finished the treatment and at the end I asked her, what was all of that about? Like, what's going on? And she said, no, she's been to another Reiki healer and he said that she's got other spirits living in her. Mm. And she keeps a Bible under her bed. So so I found that really fascinating and I, I just I wanted to explore a bit more. So after the ashram, I went with a few other people to um, South Kerala and we we ended up going and finding a Reiki master teacher and they they all got Reiki sessions and I just by feeling his energy I was like no actually I would like you to be my teacher and I want to train in becoming a Reiki master teacher mm. and part of becoming a master teacher is that you need to teach someone mm. so with mm-hmm. with your teacher there so I did and my student was um a lovely lady who unfortunately had a lot of pressure on her from her family and so when she came in she was releasing a lot making a lot of sounds um not convulsing but loads of sounds and and um my teacher said oh this is spirits in her and I kept going and I realized that it's not spirits that we can only have our one spirit Mm -hmm. each each one of us has one soul that can be in our body and no other souls can enter. Maybe we can be affected by outside energies, mm-hmm. but they cannot enter us. So actually what it is from this lady, this student that I had then and there, and the lady that I had done the tapping was that it wasn't spirits inside of them, that it was energy, stuck energy, issues that they'd gone through, problems that they'd been through, things you know, we go through challenges in life and sometimes yeah. we just hold them down and they just needed to be released. So in some of the work that I've done on people, and I haven't done as much as you, for sure. <laughs> um, not many people have, but uh, I one time I was um, saging a friend of mine because I was like, oh, you just need to pick me. Let me just sage you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this heaviness in his aura and I just sort of like scooped it out (laughs) and sort of like took it out of him and he was like he was turned around and looking away and he was like what did you do and I I didn't even touch him you know but he was like oh my back I can move my back I was thinking about having back surgery my back has been like like tight and like kind of crooked and for and I've been taking medicine for it but I don't think I need it anymore 
And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, not like whatever, but like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if it's similar, like physical manifestations of energy being stuck in your body and then giving it away to exit peacefully. Yes. And that's part of Reiki. Um, as in your, in Reiki masters, you learn to take out stuck energies using psychic surgery. Mm. So really, that's exactly what you did naturally. <laughs> I mean, I, he says his back's still fine. Um, Almost a year later, so... Yeah, Reiki is incredible because what it is, it's it's energy that's been on Earth. It's Rei means universal and Ki means energy. Mm -hmm. So it's universal energy that's existed since the beginning of time. We are all energy. Mm -hmm. Everything is made up of energy. So it is a high-frequency energy that someone who's been attuned, so a Reiki... Practitioners being attuned to open up as a channel so that the energy can pass through them and come out of them and into the person. And so anything that's a lower frequency will get pushed and shoved out of their body because they're bringing in high frequency in. Mm. And so with Reiki, it balances the chakras, um, masculine feminine energies, the Shushumna Nadi, which is the mother channel of all energy that enters the body and moves through the spinal column. Mm. And hey, I've a few clients of mine have said, wow, it feels like I've had a, a full body internal massage. <laughs> and, yeah. and some of my clients really jump up and say, you know, they, they can see through their third eye, they start seeing colors and shapes and you know, some some clients have gone to past lives, future lives. There's, so Reiki can do all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, my I only know my experience and the experience of people I've met and talked to. Um, but I think it's so interesting how we, Reiki is, yeah, that universal life force energy. But we're all getting out what it is that we need for us on our particular path. Yes. So what one person experiences isn't guaranteed to be the same thing for what another person will experience, but they'll have they'll both get what they need exactly. out of it. So if you're not meant to see colors and auras or exactly. have future life experiences, that's okay. Yeah. Like if you just leave feeling like a little bit more balanced out and yeah. sort of like you just have a little bit more pep in your step. Yeah. That's that's probably because you're like kind of on the right path and you don't need like all, uh, you don't need to be overwhelmed by all this other stuff or exactly. you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing already. Yeah. Um, Reiki is divine wisdom. It knows exactly where it needs to go and what the person needs. I'm just a, a vessel, a conduit of this divine light and I hold space and I observe and I pick up what's, what me and the Reiki are doing to help the person. So yeah, so some people really um, just come up feeling, wow, I feel so rested and so just relaxed and, and released. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, my first uh, session with you was pretty, um, like, gently intense, <laughs> I think is a good way to describe it. Yeah. You know, it was, um, I saw... I saw colors in my mind's eye, my third eye, um, 
that I didn't tell you about. And then you described the same things I saw, like pretty much verbatim as I was like, like after the session and I was just like, yeah, it's pretty much it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? And, um, I just, I think that there is something pretty, uh, wonderful about it because, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anything. And like you barely even, you touch people so softly, but you can't, when I, um, we just had a session, um, for those out there listening, but, um, and I could, your hands get really hot. Yeah. Um, because high frequency coming through. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, so I feel like that's a pretty, um, notable physical manifestation of this really subtle sort of light body energy that we're talking about but it's it's kind of cool when you sort of experience it and you're just like wow I don't know it's just really it's just really neat yeah um and I think it it's just a, a wonderful tool and a gift to be able to share and help people with and um I just wanted to do it my small part and like getting you out there a little bit more to where and to let people know um Nicaragua is safe and what you're doing here is a real mission you know like of divine guidance you know I, I feel like and um it's a the hotel is beautiful um Thank it's really you. down to earth and um I mean, you do a lot to help the local community and the, you teach children meditation techniques like local children, mm -hmm. which is not, um, something that's, uh, it really indigenous in this community, like, or if it was, it's been kind of, uh, washed away by Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they really did a number in this region, uh, during the inquisition and the, um, when the Spaniards were coming over and colonizing things, they just really like took away so much. Um, and I think that what you're doing is helping to maybe balance that out a little bit, yeah. help to restore some of that, um, universal healing knowledge and experience in a different way, in a different time period, different modality. But I think it's really, wonderful and I would really encourage anybody listening who's even the slightest bit curious to check out Hotel Brio and um how can people find you online so if you look under uh, hotelbrio.com and click on the spiritual tab then there's um it links up to namastelight.co.za so there's two ways to get to my website, but all my information is there. And you can read up about Reiki and what I do and more about um, Hotel Brio and the energies and the... We do different meditations and all sorts of things like that here. Yeah. Yeah. Truly really wonderful. And you guys have a garden too? Yeah. Yeah. I love growing kale and different veggies and then we're picking it and bringing it down to our restaurant, which is just... Five steps away. <laughs> yeah, you can't get fresher than that. I mean, yeah. it's, it, this place is really beautiful, and um, I'm just, I'm glad you guys are still here, and I, um, I'm a big fan, and I just think what you do is 
really enlightened and um, you're a beacon out there doing the hard work without a whole lot of thanks sometimes, you know, but uh, I think what you're doing is incredible. Thank you so much. It feels wonderful to have this time with you and, yeah, to be able to give you Reiki and then to be able to share this with whoever's listening. Yeah, I'd love to, um, if you're interested at some point, to look at your astrology chart. I bet there's some really interesting stuff in there. Well, I've had it read a few times. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a healer and teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm interested, yeah. I'd just like to see it for my own, like, curiosity. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for chatting with me. And I know you have to kind of get back into work soon Um, so I want to give you time to do that but uh, thanks so much for for everything that you do and uh, for just taking a little bit of time out and talking with me on the podcast it's been wonderful thank you thank you